Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Holy Spirit, we give you thanks. We exalt your holy name. Thank you for Jesus. Amen. 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 Wonderful viewers, God richly bless you. Amen. This is a day we are celebrating the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And I want to share something with you. But what Jesus Christ said in John, the gospel according to John, chapter 11, verse 25. And my message is titled, I am the resurrection and the life. Amen. I am the resurrection and the life. Amen. John, chapter 11, verse 25. Jesus said unto him, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Amen. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Amen. Yet shall he live. Now, this is something Jesus said. See, life is about death. You are born and then you die. That is the order of life. But now Jesus Christ is saying something that we really need to think about. Because for some people, it's only about less. You are born, they celebrate your birth, you live your life, you die, and then that is it. For some people, that is it. That's what they believe. That you die and that is it. But now Jesus is saying something. Something very, very important. He's introducing something to you that there is life 
after the physical death that we know here on earth. There is life after the physical life that we live here. There is another life. Amen. Yes. And that is what I want you to think about this Resurrection Sunday. Because Jesus Christ himself, he has used his life to prove that when you die, you can be resurrected. You know, you don't die. You, you, you die, but you live again. And he died and resurrected. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So here we see the story of Jesus talking. I want us to start from this is Jesus and the family. Jesus is dealing with the family. The family. The family was the family of Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. Jesus dealt with families. Today, he's speaking to you. He's speaking to your family. He's speaking to your children. He's speaking to your husband. He's speaking to your wife. He's still doing that. So let us look at the story there. Read it. 17. So when Jesus came... He found that he had already been in the tomb four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles away. Yeah, now listen, before you get there, you see that in the verse 1, he was saying a certain man was sick, named Lazarus. A certain man was sick, named Lazarus, of Bethany, the town of Mary and his sister Martha. And he says, it was that Mary... That did what? Continue. It was that Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Mm-hmm. Therefore the sister sent to him, saying, Lord, behold, whom you love is sick. Him who you love is what? Is sick. sick. So Jesus was interacting with the family, sisters and a brother. Sisters and a brother. Sisters were serving. They were... They were, they were they were, they were believers. They were believers of Jesus Christ. And Jesus loved their brother very much. They were a little family. Jesus is still interacting with families today. Jesus is still interacting with families today. Amen. So if in your family, does your father know Jesus? Does your mother know Jesus? Does your brother, does he know Jesus? Your sister, does he know Jesus? Your child, does she or he know Jesus? It's a serious question. You must, you must, you must try and answer this question. Continue. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. The Son of God may be glorified through it. So now, because of time, let us go to the verse, verse 10. Verse 10. But mm-hmm. if one walks in the night, uh-huh. he stumbles, because the light is not in him. Mm-hmm. If one walks in the light, in the dark, he what? He stumbles. Uh-huh. These things he said, and after that he said to them, 
Our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I may wake him up. Mm-hmm. Then his disciples said, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get well. However, Jesus spoke of his death, but they thought that he was speaking about stalking rest in sleep. Mm-hmm. Then Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and I am glad for your sakes that I was not there, that you may believe. Nevertheless, let us go to him. Uh-huh. Then Thomas, who is called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. See, Thomas, the Thomas disciples are very doubting disciples. His name is being mentioned here. They don't understand things properly. They doubt things. Now Jesus said, Our friend Lazarus is asleep, but they didn't understand it. There are many of us that you are listening to me, you don't really understand life of a Christian. You don't understand life that, you don't understand even death. What happens after death? Have you thought about it? Do you know you and I, one day we are going to die? Have you thought about it? If it should happen now, what is going to happen to you? Have you thought about it? Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead. But they didn't understand it. They thought, Jesus was talking about, oh, he's just sleeping. No, he said he's dead. He's dead. But it was for the glory of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, today be resurrection Sunday. There can be no be resurrection if there is no death. So, I want you to understand Jesus' teachings on death. Jesus' teaching on resurrection. Amen. So now, they went in... Jesus went to go and raise Lazarus. And then that was where there was a conversation between the sisters and Jesus. Uh So read from verse 19. And many of the Jews have joined the women around Martha and Mary. To comfort them concerning their brother. Yes. So, see, when, they, when, when you die, when somebody dies in your family, listen carefully, when somebody dies in your family, yes, people will come around, and they will come around, and they will come and comfort you. But listen, these were people who didn't understand the realities of death. What happens to a person when he's dead? So they came to comfort him. And you see, they're comforting and they're crying. Some people come, if, you, if somebody dies in your family, and the person is a Christian, you don't need to behave as if um, that's the end. No, 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 no. People will come and comfort you, but people come and comfort you based on their understanding of what death is. So when they come and comfort you and they don't believe that there is a resurrection, they will come and bring an atmosphere of heaviness, of sadness, weeping and crying uncontrollably and behaving as if, you know, and if you don't take care, you'll be overwhelmed with that. You'll be overwhelmed with that. Yes. A Christian's death is different from an unbeliever's death. Yes, there is sadness. But a Christian's death is different. And even, look, when a person dies, surround yourself with people who have the right understanding of death. People who bring encouragement, not depression and despair. I hope you are listening to me. Yes. 
So the Jewish came. He came to comfort. There's nothing wrong in comforting. It's good. But how are they comforting you? What are they saying? I've, I've witnessed a few people in their times of um, experiencing death in their family. You should come and see. Do you know in, in Pastor Kumasi, they hire people to come and cry professionally. You'll be there. They will cry and cry and cry as if, as if that's the end. Professional cries, professional mourners. I remember one time in the Bible, Jesus was going to um, wake um, somebody up. Lazarus, Lazarus. Look at what Jesus did. We are going to read it. Read now, from verse 20. Uh-huh. Now Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, uh-huh. went and met him. But Mary was sitting in the house. Now Martha said to Jesus, Lord... Mary was seated in the house. Martha went to meet him. Uh-huh. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Your brother will what? Rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he I shall live. I am what? The resurrection and the life. So, he who believes in me, though he dies, he will what? Live again. He will live again. Amen. And that must be the mindset of all Christians. Amen. That must be your mindset. Concerning death. Amen. Concerning death. If you see somebody who lets the death of a relative or a loved one overcome them, that person hasn't got an understanding of death. They don't really understand it. They don't really believe in Jesus Christ. If the person you say he died, the person died a Christian, why are you behaving the, uh, uh, the way you are behaving? Mm. Why? It's time we put our faith to practice. Let it be practical. Amen. Practical. Losing a loved one is not easy. I lost my father. But my father died in Christ. So the comfort, if you are coming to comfort me and you are coming to weep and make me feel sorry and like um, that is the end of it, I, I, I don't want you around me. I want people who come and say, oh, it's okay. He died in Christ. We have hope. That is how you comfort somebody. Not, you come and cry and cry and cry. Crying doesn't mean you love them. In fact, it's the witches and wizards who cry more. It's the witches and the wizards. They come and cry more. Knowing very well that they have cut short somebody's destiny. Mm. They come and cry more. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. So Jesus made a statement there. And he said, find that scripture that um, there, there was somebody that was dead and was going to be resurrected. And he had to put them out of the house. He, he had to put them out of the house. And then he said, rise up. I think it's Tabitha or somebody like that. I don't know whether it's Jesus or Peter. But, you see, when you surround yourself with people who are not mourning correctly, in times of death, you, get, you yourself, you'll be affected by depression. Mm. you start thinking wrong thoughts. you start blaming God for the reason why the person has gone through. Look at what Jesus said. 
He said, it's for his glory. It's for his glory. That's the glory of God. In, in the death of someone, because if the person's body has been afflicted with sickness and disease, and God says, okay, now it's okay, you go, go and sleep, go and rest. Be happy. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise him. Jesus is alive. There are some of us that we are Christians, but we are not putting into practice Christianity. We are putting into practice culture. Mm. We are putting into practice culture, mm. not Christianity. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise him. Jesus is alive. Have you found the scripture? Which one? Where is it? Mark 5. Uh-huh. So, okay, let me read it. So, this is another death situation. A child. Eh? So, when he came in, this is Jesus. When Jesus came in, there were people, what, what happened? The people were crying. Is that not so? Yes. They were crying. They were weeping. In times of death. They are, look, I am telling you, and me, when, when I die, I don't want anybody to come here, come there and come and cry. I don't want it. Otherwise, I'll ask permission from God to rise up and come and give your coconut head a big knock. Don't come and cry under my funeral because I believed in he who was the resurrection and life. Though he died, yet he said he lived. And, and so will I also live. Amen. As he is, so has he made us. Amen. So I don't want, in, 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 in my funeral, I don't want unnecessary weeping and crying and whatever. You, you come there and create an atmosphere. He said, when he came in, he said to them, why make this commotion and weep? And it was a child that was dead. Not even an adult. The child, it was a child that was dead. Why weep and make this commotion? Sister, why are you making the death of your father, your mother, your brother, your sister so big a deal? Mm. What is it? What, what is it? Mm. You, are making, you are making it too big a deal. Why this commotion? Why? Why, why this commotion? The child is not dead but sleeping. And it's true. If you die in Christ... You are not dead. You are living again. Amen. Yes. Then what did Jesus do? They ridiculed him. They ridiculed him. But he put them all what? Aside. Look, in times when you lose a loved one, and put aside people who come and cause commotion, cause division. There are people who use the time when somebody dies. That's when you see confusion in families. Siblings fighting against each other. Brothers and sisters, uncles, aunties fighting against each other. Commotion. Because they don't understand death. It's not a time for fighting. It's a time for you to reflect on your own life. That if I was the one that was there, what, where would I be? Where would I be? So Jesus had to put them all out. Put aside. Put anybody that when you have a death of a loved one, they come, they, their presence brings weeping, crying, commotion. You come and visit me and then you are there and because of your presence. What, what you are doing, it makes me feel sad. No, no, no. You are not the right person. Please, leave, leave the house. I'll kick you out. You are not the right person. Need people who come and who understand you know, the death of a Christian. And they will come with encouraging words. Heaven is true. Living after death is real. So don't behave as if it's not real. 
Let your faith, let this put, let this see the action. Amen. Jesus had to put them aside. And I want to advise all of you that are watching. Put aside people who try to make the death of a loved one a, a reason to cause commotion, to cause confusion, to do all sorts of things. Put them aside. Then he took the father and the mother of the child. Yes, those who are close and those who were with him. And he entered where the child was lying. Yeah, put them aside. Then he took the child and said, Talita Kumi, which means little girl, I say to you, arise. He was demonstrating that he had power over death and life by raising these people. If you should die today, even though you are not resurrected, you are still living. Your spirit and your soul is still living. Amen. Have that understanding. Yes. So, if that is the case, where is your soul and your spirit? Where are they going? Mm. That's what you must be thinking about. Not crying unnecessarily, weeping unnecessarily, doing all sorts of things and making it, oh, my, my father is dead, my mother is dead, my brother is dead. And, and you are behaving in a certain way that is not unbecoming. There are some because of death, they even they won't pray anymore. They don't read their Bible anymore. Nice. They don't fellowship anymore. Mm. Looking for sympathy from men. Because you lack understanding. The person you are crying, the person is still alive somewhere. But as to whether it's heaven or hell, it will be based on if they give their life to Jesus Christ. And that's what you should be thinking about. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. So he went to raise Lazarus. Jesus said in the verse 25, John eleven twenty-five, I am the resurrection and the life. I am the resurrection and the life. And he demonstrated it by raising the dead. By raising the dead. By raising the dead. When a person is highly anointed and is doing the work of ministry, one of the signs that you see is that the dead will be raised Amen. in their ministry. There are people who have thousands and thousands of people. They are not highly anointed. They have never even raised a house fly. Yet, men are praising them. If you are truly anointed, we must see the dead. In your ministry, in your lifetime, you must raise the dead. Yes, it must happen. Highly anointed. And if you check scripture, there is no one who was... Highly anointed, and this didn't happen in their ministry. You must aim for that. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. So, we must remember Jesus' notion and idea of death. That when you die, you will be resurrected. Amen. You'll be what? Resurrected. So, Paul says, My brethren, don't be ignorant. In Thessalonians, he said, don't be ignorant concerning those who fall asleep. Just like Jesus was saying. Those who are fall asleep. Don't be ignorant. Don't behave ignorantly. Today, we are celebrating Jesus' death Amen. and resurrection. Amen. What he did to Lazarus, he himself, he did it to himself. He re- when he died... The Bible says that the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, so he raised from the dead. He was raised from the dead. The tomb is empty. He used his life to demonstrate to us what we are to look forward to. 
So I look forward to that translation. Mm-hmm. I look forward to that time. Death is not something that has got victory over me. Where is your sting, O oh death? I have victory over you now. Because I believe in the life and the resurrection. Amen. Jesus said, I am. So I believe in Jesus. And by believing, if you believe in Jesus, you must believe in life and you must believe in resurrection. Amen. Romans 8.11 But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead... The spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead. He dwells in you. He who raised Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies. Amen. Yes. He will give life to our mortal bodies. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So please understand. Jesus has demonstrated with his life. Amen. That when you die, it's just your body. But there's another life. Amen. There's another life. Amen. And, and that life, you can have eternal life or eternal damnation. Mm. You have to pick which one. And that decision is not made after you are dead. That decision is made before you die. That is when that decision is made. So you can be looking at me. And if you should die now, eternal damnation is waiting for you. Because you practice wickedness. And what is, what is the wickedness? The wickedness of unbelief. You, you, you didn't believe in God. And that, I, I have seen that that is the only sin that you, you do. That God is happy for you to go to hell. If you don't believe. Anything else. You murder. You do whatever. God is happy to forgive you. But the sin of unbelief. To not believe in what his son has done. To make a mockery of what Jesus Christ was saying. That is the life and the resurrection. In action or in deed. The, if you behave that shows that if you behave in a way that shows that you have unbelief, God is happy to allow you. It's a decision. Unbelief is a decision. Believing is a decision. When you choose not to believe, you have made a decision that when you die. When your body dies, you will end up in eternal damnation. Yes. It's a decision. So make that decision now. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. It says, what is that verse? Well said, because, because of unbelief, they were broken off. And you stand by faith. Do not be haughty, but fear. Yeah, unbelief will break you off from the grace of God. Say, for if God did not spare the natural branches, He may not spare you either. And it's because of unbelief. There is judgment waiting, sisters and brothers. There's judgment waiting. There's a judgment waiting. A judgment waiting. Let me show you the judgment. I think it's in Revelation 21 or 20. Said, and I saw a throne. A throne. And he whose name which was not found in the book of life. It's written there. Revelation. I think verse 20 here. Chapter 20. Verse 11. So, so this is start from verse 10. So this is what is going to happen. Look, this is what is going to happen. And the picture is clear. First, on the day of judgment... When judgment comes, Satan will be judged. Verse 10, it says, The devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire 
and brimstone where the beast and the false prophets are. And they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Eternal damnation. It is real. It is real. And then continue verse 11. Then he says, And I saw a great white throne. And him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heavens fled. And there was no place for them. Now, continue. Read, I, read it. Uh-huh. And I saw the dead. And I saw the dead. Uh-huh. Small, and, Small and great. Standing before God. We will all stand. You see, this one, and this, this judgment, eh, is, is for those who didn't believe. This is called the white throne judgment. They, in, on their, in their time on earth, they didn't believe. When they are the ones that when you are preaching to them, they tell, oh, let us think. See. When they say, come to church, so oh, come off from there. Mm. When you tell them about Jesus, say, oh, you people, you are disturbing us with this Jesus. Let, 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 let me have some fun, please. Yes, Lord. They tell you, and some of them can put it in a way that makes you look stupid. They said, ah, brother, I'm disappointed in you. Mm. So you want to tell me with your with your BSC honest, hmm. you still believe in stories. I see. You still believe in these fairy stories hmm. that there is a man in the sky that we, we should pray to. Oh, come on, brother. You are more intelligent than that. That's how they talk. All such people, when they die, they will come and stand before God. I see. But for those that gave our lives to Jesus too, mm. we too will be judged. But our judgment is also different. Mm. Our judgment is not, because, because we have believed, we have, we have salvation. But our judgment will be, after your salvation, what works did you do for Jesus? That is what will be, will be judged on. That is called the Bema seat judgment. Mm. That is for Christians. And that one, we don't, God is not going to judge you. The Bema seat judgment, I think it's in Corinthians, where it says, we shall all appear. Before the judgment seat. Yeah. It's, it's two, two things. Please understand. One is for those unbelieving. Those, abo- those who did abominable things. Those who did what? Abominable Fear, who were, even people who were fearful. They will be in this, in this category. Yeah. So there is two judgments. Please. There is two what? Judgments. Mm-hmm. One is for unbelievers and one is for believers. And for the believers, it is not to judge whether you are going to hell or you are going to heaven. No. You are already in heaven, but it is to judge your works. Mm. The quality of your works. Mm. And that is when everybody's works will pass through fire. Your offerings, your tithes, your prayer life, your evangelism, everything you did will pass through that fire. And Jesus will be there. Mm. And he says, at that day, the fire will reveal what your work is. The way you sing your song. The way I'm preaching. The motives that I used to preach. When you are playing the piano or the drums. How did you do it? Mm. All our works will pass through the fire. Each one may receive the things done in the body according to the works he's done. Whether good or bad. We will all appear. That, that's where there's bima. It's different from the judgment seat. It's the English that hasn't got a lot of 
words for us to distinguish, but it's a beamer seat, the judgment seat. You, we will go as believers, and everybody will be judged. So you that you are watching, you are a Christian, you'll be judged. You are not a Christian, you'll still be judged. The Christian will be judged for their works. And then, based on your works, he will give you rewards. Amen. But the unbeliever will be judged because they didn't believe. And so they will, they, they, there's no mercy at that time. They are going straight to hell. Mm. Yeah. Continue. Go downwards on this verse. Let me see. For we must all appear. Sister, you appear. You appear. After death, there's judgment too. Yes, this is the reality. When you die, you are not dead. You are alive. Pa, 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 pa. But where? Heaven or hell? Mm. Where are you going? Which judgment seat are you going to face? Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. You see, anybody that understands this thing, it will persuade all men. You'll be serious in your evangelism. Amen. Yes. You'll be very serious in, in your evangelism. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Put that part where it says, our works will pass through the fire. Our works will pass through the, the fire. It says, it says, we are all co-laborers with God. We are all co-laborers. This is for the Christian. We are all co-laborers with God. Our works will pass through the fire. And we will, some people will barely escape because when your works pass through the fire, it will not stand the judgment fire. It will all burn to ashes because you didn't build with gold or silver. You built with straw. You gave your offerings with, with, with wickedness and wicked intentions. Yes, Lord. You could do much more, but you refused. Mm. You were selfish in your outlook when it came to the things of God. Mm. You were just a, a money-grabbing, selfish somebody. Not giving to the things of God. So each one's work will become what? Clear. Mm. For the day will declare because it will be revealed by fire. And the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. First Corinthians 3, 13. Everybody's work. My work will pass to the fire. So, that's why the Bible says, work out your salvation. I'm working out the rewards I want. Each one's work will become clear. Right now, we don't know. It's not clear. You can pretend. But it will become clear. Because it will be revealed by fire. And the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. And that is the beamer seat. We will all stand. Not to be judged whether you are going to hell or heaven. No. But your works. But your works. But your works. But your works. What kind of works? Continue. Say, therefore, my beloved brethren, as you have always obeyed, not in my presence, but what? What? This is telling you about what? Working out Philippians 2.12 Work out your own salvation with what? Trembling and fear. Everybody. You want us to beg you to come and serve God. Hey, sister, take it easy. Take it easy. One day you will stand before God. Take it very easy. Mm. Brother, stop that way you are behaving. Stop it. Because our works. And moreover, for us that we call ourselves pastors, eh, we must be very careful. Let's see. It's not something you can take it upon. We will be judged double. Because mm. judgment will begin in the house of God. Mm. So if anyone's work, 1 Corinthians 3, 14, if anyone's work, which he has built on, it endures, he will receive what? A reward. I'm not making these things up. It is there in your Bible. Read yes. it for yourself. Yes. 
There are rewards. Let somebody deceive you. Deception is Satan's static. He said he would deceive men. And when we read in the Revelation, he said the devil who deceived Revelation 20 verse 10. He said the devil who what? Who deceived them. Many of you are deceived. I am telling you. Many of you are being deceived. Many of you are being deceived. He, that is his main thing. If, if he deceives you to believe his lies. If he believes, he, he deceives you. You, you. you are saved, but you enter the fire and you receive nothing. Because each one's work. Look at the way you are doing the Christian thing. The Christ, your relationship with Jesus. Look at how you are behaving. Look, 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 you just check yourself well. The Bible says that a man must examine himself as to whether he is in the faith. Examine yourself. Examine and check yourself very well. And see if you are in the faith. So, for we as believers, this is our portion. Then those who won't believe, those who don't believe, those who never believed, those who heard and never believed. See, that's why Jesus said, this gospel will be preached to all the earth today. When this, when this prophecy was coming, people didn't know how it was going to be possible. But today, internet has connected us. Today, if you don't know Jesus, it is because of your own wickedness. Mm. Yes. I'm telling you. So it says, for the unbelievers, unbelievers too will be judged. But they will stand before the white throne of God. And first, Satan will be judged. And he will be cast into fire. Forever. Look at it there, verse 10. It is forever and ever and ever and ever. Then the verse 11 says, Then I saw a great white throne, and him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heavens fled, and there was found no place for them. Uh-huh. Continue. And I saw the dead, the small, the great. You see a lot of great people whom you have made your mentors. Hmm. You find them standing. They are not in the, the judgment of the Christians, the Bimasic judgment. They will be in the judgment of the white throne. Because they never believed in Jesus. Mm. They never believed in the gospel. They believed in... You know, sometimes, sometimes when I hear some Christians talking, I, I am shocked. You are a Christian, you say you believe in karma. Do you know what karma is? Mm. Karma is a false doctrine. Karma is a doctrine that believes in what? Reincarnation. That when, when you know, like, like now, if I die, I'll be reincarnated and I'll come back maybe as a cockroach or depending on the good or the bad I did. Bless the Lord. Yeah. So if I did bad, I'll come back like an animal. Mm. I'll come. The karma is an Eastern, you know, religion. It's, it's, it's a Buddhist, Buddhism something. Eastern um, New Age religion. Which is demonic. It's not in the Bible. Ask me, I believe in the law of, law of karma. Stop talking nonsense, please. A Christian shouldn't talk like that. Karma has to do with reincarnation. There's nothing like reincarnation for the Christian. Once you die, you die. You don't come back to the world again. Reincarnation is you come back again. You are born again as a, as a human being back into the world. But our born again is not that way. Yeah. So don't believe in those lies. So when you die, judgment waits. 
When I die, judgment is... Because me, I'm a believer in Christ. My judgment is God is going to judge my works. But if I was not to be a believer, I would be standing before the white throne one day. Said, and, there were, and, and I saw the dead, small and great, standing. There's no escape. There, now Satan, Satan himself, you'll be the first person to be judged. Then you judge human beings. Wicked, unbelieving, ungrateful human beings. Whom blood has been shed. Jesus has gone on the cross for you, but you say, I will not believe in that. And you make those of us that believe in it look as if you are fools. You wait and see. Sister, wait and see. Standing before God. Revelation 20:12, And books were what? Open. There are books that are recording our lives, if you are not aware. Books which will be opened in the judgment day. And another book was opened, which is the book of what? Life. And the dead were judged according to what? Their works. But the things which were written by the things which were what? Written in the book. So, and I'm telling you, there is a recording going on. Don't doubt me. It is in the Bible. We are recording. Even your offering. When I say offering time, it will be recorded. When God knows you can give more than what you are doing, and what you are doing, you are joking with it. It will be recorded. Let's see. Books. There are books. Books for your finances. It will be recorded. Books for how you use your body. Mm. Yeah. They are all. He said, he said, the things that we did in our body, whether good or bad. How you supported your husband. How you supported your wife. And if you're a pastor's wife and you're watching me, be very careful. Mm. Because you have a special assignment for, for to make sure that the man of God is, 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 is the, the, the husband God has given to you. It's not like any other, other, other husband. Mm-hmm. So if you do things to make his ministry go down, to make him not be able to pray, mm-hmm. you talk to him and he cannot pray. You speak with disrespect. You do things. You don't satisfy him. You don't sexually satisfy him. Mm-hmm. You don't give him food to eat. You mm-hmm. behave in a certain way. Be careful. You will stand before God and, and you'll be judged. Yes, Lord. Oh, yes. Those of you that want to marry pastors, this is the cross. Are you ready to bear it? Mm-hmm. It's not everybody can marry a pastor. If you are married to a pastor, ask for grace. Everything will be judged. Everything will be judged. There are some people, they are troublesome. Giving their husbands trouble after trouble. Their husbands can't have peace to even pray. It's always one drama after the other. Jesse Bells. Jesse Bells. You will stand, sister, you will stand before God and give an account for your foolish ways mm. that made the man of God miserable, sad, not able to pray, not able to do evangelism. He goes to visit somebody, you come, he comes back, you are fighting, you are jealous. jealousy. What is wrong with you? And these things are happening. I thank God, though. I thank God that God has blessed me Amen. with a good wife. Amen. Oh, yes. I thank God. Amen. Don't think that I'm talking about my wife. No. I have a very good wife. Very good, blessed with talents and gifts. Amen. Yeah. If my wife wasn't good, I would not be here. 
some of you, you won't allow your husbands to do anything. Sister, take it easy. Take it easy. Even to drive, to wash, to do something in the mission house or you know, for God, it's a problem for you. Yes, Lord. You have to be satisfied first before the work of God becomes at your leisure time. Mm. Take it easy. Take it easy. Take it easy. Yes. Take it easy. Take it easy. But we will be judged. We will all be judged. Books are recording everything, motives, everything that you are doing. Books, it's there. Revelation 20:12. And the dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the books. Yeah. One book is called the book of life. That one, it records everybody who, who when you come, look, this is how it works. This is how the book of life works. You know, at first I thought that when, when you give your life in, to Jesus, that is when your name is written in the book of life. No. That's not how it works. How it works is that if you are being born into this world, your name is in the book of life. It's called a book of life. Once you are in this world, your name is in that book. Yes. It's not when you give your life to Jesus that your name appears in that book. It's once you are born in this world. Once you are so, you know, this is why abortions and other because once you are conceived in your mother's womb, you are a living soul. Yeah. Do you know right now there are people who are aborted who are in heaven now and they are growing. They are being raised. Angels are raising them. Okay. Until maybe their mothers or if their mothers become born again or whatever. They will come, they will, they will be introduced to your child. This is the child that you aborted. Mm. You are being raised. I'm telling you. These are revelations. They are books. So, the book of life, it is not when you give your life to Jesus that your name is written in the book of life. This is how it works. Your name will be in the book of life. Until the day you die. Mm. And when you die, if you haven't given yourself to Jesus Christ, your name is blotted out from that book of life. Yes, Lord. Your name is erased from the book of life. Mm. That is why the Bible says that he whose name was not found in the book of life. This book of life, eh, find it. Moses talked about it. Moses talked about it. He said, Moses prayed a prayer. He said, blot, not, blot out my name not from the book of life. Moses knew the, about this book because Moses saw a lot of things. God gave him a lot of revelation concerning deep things. He said, blot not out my name from the book of life. So whilst you are alive, your name is in because you are alive. You are in a human being. You are alive. So you are, your name is in the book of life. But when you die without Christ, your name erases. It's only the blood of Jesus that keeps your name in the book of life. So yeah. One, and another book was open, which is the what? The book of life. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody born into this world, your name will be in it until you die. When you die, that's it. If you die without Jesus, your name is blotted out. Angels will remove. That is why you must do everything. You see, Oh, there will be records. You can't accuse God. There will be records. How many times somebody tried to talk to you about God and you snubbed them. Somebody invited you. It was all opportunities for your name to be remain in the book of life. But you resisted it. 
So the day you die without Christ, your name disappears. The angels wipe your name off. But they can't touch the names that have been written with the blood of the Lamb of God. Amen. Yeah. Moses said, if you forgive my sin, but if not, I pray. Exodus 32, 32. But I pray, blot me out of your what? Book. Your book of life, which you have written. It is real. It is a real thing, I'm telling you. It's a book of life. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise him. Jesus is alive. Let's go back to the revelation. So, he says, And the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And death and hell delivered up. So those who were dead, they are, who didn't know Jesus, I told you this morning, there is a holding place. They are in hell right now waiting. And those who will be alive at the time of his judgment too, they too, they will be judged. So he said, death and hell were cast in the fire. This is what? The second death. Verse 15. And anyone, not what? Found. Written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Amen. That is it. Anyone who was not found, your name will be, you will, you will be, you will go to fire. You will go into the fire. It is a real thing, a lake of fire. Mm. It's real. The people in hell, they will pick the hell will be taken and hell will be cast out into the lake of fire. Mm. So sister, this is the reality. Jesus said, if you believe in me, I will give you eternal life. I will give you a life that after you die, you will still have eternity. Amen. If you don't take Jesus and his word serious, if you don't take your salvation serious, some of you are playing with your salvation. Mm. Look, you are watching me. I'm giving you 20 years. 20 years from now, all this... Things you are fighting for, you see how useless it will become to you when you are lying in the hospital and you are on drugs, on diabetic drugs, mm. on hypertension drugs, mm. and all the money you have worked for, you use it to take care of sicknesses and diseases. You see how useless, you, you look at your life and say, how useless your life has become. My God. You see it. And the house that you say you are building, you won't give the house for the things of God. Some useless goat will be there and join, sleeping in it. Mercy. Yeah. You, you build for a goat to go and sleep in and do, meh, 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 in, in there. You do it. Instead of giving it to God. Yeah. Some of you are jokers. You are just joking. And some of you, you are serious. God bless you for, 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 your, for your seriousness. Amen. But those who are joking, remember. There is life after death. There is judgment after death. Jesus Christ. He has taken the the judgment for Christians. Jesus has taken that punishment of us going to hell. He has taken it away. That is why if you believe in him, you end up having salvation. But your works will also be judged. And then you will receive rewards based on your work. This is the story. This is the story. This is it. 
This is it. Have that proper understanding. Amen. Have that. This is what you should be concerned about when somebody dies. This is what you should be thinking about. Not the foolishness and, and making it a drama and all being all sort of some way. No, no, no. There are people that, you know, funerals is like a contract to them. That is when they are going to make money. Our idea is, is wrong. And sadly, there are a lot of Christians that live their lives like this. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Amen. He is taking away the punishment. Amen. This is what we are celebrating. Amen. If you are a Christian, yes. you have eternal life. Yes, Lord. If you don't believe in Jesus, mm. now find the scripture. I'm, I'm, I'm ending on this. It says, but the unbelieving, the abominable, they found their place in They found your place. This is, about, this is talking about the new heavens and the earth. And the nations of which them were saved shall walk in them. This is, this is, talk, this is describing. This, I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to this. Let's read verse chapter 21. Chapter 21. It's talking about, the whole of chapter 21 is talking about uh, um, heavens, the new heavens and the new earth. This is what you are looking for. For it to twenty-one, uh, we found twenty-one verse eight. Uh-huh. But the cowardly, uh-huh. unbelieving, unbelieving, abominable, abominable, murderers, uh-huh. sexually immoral, uh-huh. sorcerers, uh-huh. idolaters, uh-huh. and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone. Yes, which is the second death. Yeah. This, this is the reality. And it talks about the new heavens, a city. Then, if you read the verse 18, for instance, it says, And the building of the wall, it was jasper, and the city was pure gold. This is where we get the, that idea that we are going to walk on gold. This is where it is in the Bible. We'll be walking on gold. Mm. Pure gold. This is a beautiful city that you want to be part of it. Amen. When you come into the verse 24, he said, even verse 22, he says, And I saw no temple therein, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple. What a, what, I'm looking forward to it. Verse 23. Verse 23. The city had no need of what? Sun or the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God illuminated it. Amen. The Lamb is its life. Amen. It's its light. This is what we are looking forward to. You miss, sister, you are going to let this, this sort of life you are living, you are going to miss this? Hey. What is wrong? Mm. You know, some people, I don't know. They, they, it's like their soul doesn't like good things. They have a propensity to be attracted to evil, darkness, when there is light. They never change. This is what you are looking forward to. Amen. And the gates, verse 25. And the gates shall not be shut all day, for there shall be no night. And they shall, they shall bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it. The nations, so this is heaven. And we are talking about nations. When I tell you that in heaven there are nations, you, you doubt me. There are nations. And for, for some of us, our reward will be we will control nations. Amen. If you don't know, ha. Huh? Oh, you, you, you are joking with your Christianity. I'm telling you. Lord. You are joking. Mm. You will be given a cubicle. Outer darkness somewhere. Because... The way you serve God, you deserve to be in outer darkness. 
gnashing of teeth. Saved, but you are in a cubicle. When some of us, we are looking forward to nations to rule with, with God forever and ever and ever Amen. and ever. Amen. And he says, verse 27, And they shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth, neither whosoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. Amen. Are you seeing that there? Yes. So you joke. You say that, oh, I'm in UK, I'm in this, and, and there's lockdown, and you don't pray, you don't fast, you don't join service. You just continue, just joke. You are being deceived. The deceiver will be cast into hell, fire, lake of fire, mm. and you find yourself there as well. He, he's, he's a, his tactic is to deceive. Many of you are being deceived. But I pray, as you are hearing the word of God, may your eyes be opened. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. There will be no more cares. Amen. There will be no more cares. Amen. And the throne of God and the Lamb shall be in it. Amen. And his servants shall serve him. 22, chapter 22, verse, verse, verse 3. That's where I'm reading. I'm showing you heaven. Our reward. Yeah. And there shall be no more cares. We are suffering because of curse. That is the curse. But the throne of God and the Lamb shall be in it. And his servants... If you can't serve God here on earth, what do you think you are going to do in heaven? What do you think you are going to do in heaven? We will say, there will be work for us to do in heaven, but it will be enjoyable work. We will be serving God. His servants. Yes. His servants. Yes. Not the big shots. Mm. Not the people who didn't do anything for God. Sister, be careful. Oh. Mm. Don't be deceived. Mm. Don't be deceived. Mm. Father, I'm ending. I've spoken enough. A word to the wise is enough. Amen. It's up to you. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you have eternal life. Amen. He spoke extensively about the life after we die. Amen. The salvation. Amen. For the Christian, after you are saved, work for God. Work, do something because we will be judged by our works. Amen. For the unbelieving, you have made a choice to go to hell. And you will stand before God and you will see your works. The books will be open. The books that you are talking about, maybe you are thinking it's like a book like this. No. The technology will be such that your whole life can be played in front of you in one minute. And you will see everything before you. You will see everything in a flash. And you cannot blame God because you will see that genuinely you were given so many opportunities to repent, but you never changed your mind. Mm. You got deceived. And you, you can't blame God. Then he said, you'll be found in the lake of fire with your master, the devil, where they will be tormented forever and ever and ever and ever. And I showed you a, a scripture, in, I think it's in Ezekiel, the last verses. Every, every Sabbath or every moon or whatever, there will be a festival in, for those of us that are in heaven. That God will make us go and see those who are in the lake of fire just to remind ourselves what he has done for us. Because the, the next Heaven, the heaven that we are going to go, sin will not have any, there will be no falling, there will be, God is, as planning said that, everything will be perfect, there will be no Lucifer, nobody is going to rise up against, it will be perfect forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Amen. That's how it's going to be. Amen. And so we will go and remind, so you go, you stand and you see, 
you see your loved ones. That child of yours that be, became stubborn, became a wee, drink, a wee smoker, a, 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 a stubborn um, child that didn't give their life to Jesus. You see that child, you'll be in heaven and you see that child in the festival. We all go and look at them. We'll, go, we'll be watching them to remind ourselves. Yeah. You see it. You see it. So, look. Advise yourself. Advise yourself. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. Advise yourself. Amen. Advise yourself. Advise yourself. Let us pray. Worthy is the life seated on the throne. Come you now with many crowns, you reign victorious. and my sisters this is the reality when we get to heaven it's going to be beautiful i've shown you we'll be walking literally on gold the city is made of gold yeah literally but listen in isaiah isaiah chapter 66 this is where the bible talks about that festival, that those of us that are in heaven will be looking at those who are in the lake of fire. Isaiah chapter 66, verse 23 and 24. Sister, 
Talk to your children about Jesus. Lead them to Christ. That your mother, that your sister, that your uncle, that your friend. You say you love them, talk to them about Jesus. Otherwise, you don't really love them. He says, and it shall come to pass. Isaiah 66 verse 3. And it shall come to pass that from one new moon to another, and from one Sabbath to another, all flesh shall come to, to worship before me, says the Lord. God is saying that we will be having these kind of festivals. Amen. You are here on earth. You don't want to join church service. You don't, what, what are you going to do in heaven? You tell me. He says, and when we come, they shall go forth and look upon the corpse, that is the dead, those who are in the hellfire, of the men who have what? Transgressed against me. God will make us look at their, their suffering in there. Yes. Sister, is your child going to be there and then you two are here? It's like somebody, you, you say, my, my, I, I'm living in the UK. I have to make sure my child, my child is left in, 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 in Ghana or Guyana or wherever. So I must make sure my child comes and joins me in the UK. And you did everything possible. But why can't you do everything possible to make sure that this friend, this child, this relative also gets to know Jesus? Because a time will come. We will be in heaven and we will be going to watch them who transgressed against God. What was the transgression? Unbelief. They never accepted Jesus Christ as a savior. They didn't believe in it. Said, and they shall go forth upon and look upon the corpses of the men who have transgressed against me. For their worm does not die. That is hell. And their fire is not what? Quench. They shall be an abhorrence to all flesh. In other words, they shall be a deterrent. That is why in the new heavens and the earth, there will not, no, no, no more we sin because we will constantly be, be reminded God will make us go and look at it. We'll be standing there and we'll be looking at them. Which relative of yours will be there? Which friend of yours will be there? Whose blood is on your hands right now? Amen. Because you didn't evangelize. Mm. Because you were too posh mm. to talk about Jesus. Nice. Because, you know, there are some of you, even where you are living in the UK, you are not supposed to be there now. Now you are in a place you can't pray, you can't do anything. Meanwhile, you were not, you were supposed to be somewhere because you don't want to suffer. Nice, Sister, we have to take things easy and look at the realities. Amen. May God have mercy on us. Amen. I said, may God have mercy on Amen. us. Amen. I don't want any loved one of mine to end up there. If you talk to them and they don't believe, you have done your bit. Amen. But not to talk to them about it. Yeah. There are some pastors' wives, pastors' um, children that will end up in hell. Yes. 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 It's true. It's true. Amen. It's true. It's true. We are going to pray. Amen. Sing and then we'll pray. Lord, I thirst for you, and I long to be in your presence. My soul will wait on you. Father, draw me nearer, Lord, draw me the beauty of your holy name. We 
must draw near to God. Draw your children near to God. All you are concerned about is your child goes to this school, your child goes to their school, your child has got this qualification, your child has got... Get your children closer to Jesus. Sing it. My soul I will wait. 